This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome to the broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Busy week. Busy week for just about everyone. Uh, of course, you have uh, you know, the debacle that is the health care bill. Um, most of the articles are, how bad was Friday's defeat of the American Health Care Act in the House of Representatives? Bad. Bad was the first major piece of legislation pushed by the White House and the Republicans-controlled Congress. It should be wonderful, but in spite of all of it, Mr. Trump, Mr. Ryan, and the Republicans could not get the job done. Okay. That is true. And there are some people who... We're all wound up. I, I, we could go through clip after clip. We could go through um, Paul Ryan's little hissy fit meltdown. <laughs> and we can, I'm going to read you an open letter uh, to Congress that I found last night from the, uh, from the Tea Party. You know, the Tea Party's front page, the USA, USSA News. But I think my favorite piece of audio was Congressman John Lewis, who, I mean, how great is he? Been in office since 87. Maybe time, John, to think about. You don't have to retire, just don't do this job. It might be time. Now, you know that John has a tough time sometimes enunciating. Worse than me. And he was extra special on the floor yesterday. That's I rise to oppose this bill. As elected representatives, we have a mission, an obligation, and a mandate 
I don't know if I to can take fight the whole for thing. each and every American. I ask you, Mr. Speaker, who will stand for the American people, who will speak up for those who have been left out and left behind. He is reading this, Mr. By the way. Speaker, I've said it time and time again. Health care is a right. E. for a wealthy few. For what does it profit this body to pass this bill and lose our soul? This bill is a shame. It is a disgrace. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, today yeah, my heart breaks for the disabled, for women, for senior and no, working John. families. My heart aches for those who are living paycheck now. to paycheck. My heart mourns for innocent little children whose very lives depend up on if their family can pay the bills. This is the right and wrong of it. <clears throat> this is the heart and soul of the matter. We cannot abandon our principles. Mr. Speaker, we cannot forget our values. Have fought too hard and too long to back down now. I will fight any bill uh -oh. to turn the clock back to a darker time. I will fight every single attempt to turn a deaf ear, a blind eye, and a cold shoulder to the sick, uh -oh. to our seniors, Dude. and to working families. Mr. Speaker, I will fight every day, every hour, every minute, and every second. I post this bill with every breath and every bone in my body. You know, despite the fact that John and I think this bill is ridiculous for different reasons, you know, he's fun to listen to. And while we agree on the one thing, the rest of it, John, it's time. It's time. Go back to Georgia. Relax. Put your feet up. In the open letter... They wanted the House, we gave them the House. They wanted the Senate, we gave them the Senate. They wanted the White House, we gave them the White House. Now it's time for us to get something in return. Uh, uh, yeah, that'd be nice. Repeal Obamacare. I'm uh, pretty sure that's it. Uh, there's no replacement needed. Uh, the repeal and replace was just kind of added, and, and everybody went, wait, um, I thought we were just going to repeal it. Oh, yeah, we are, and replace so stop thinking about your job or Trump's legacy. He's not even been in office 100 days yet. We're still worried about the legacy of Donald Trump. All your little special favors. How about we think about the country first? I know. You've got one job. How about we do it? Okay. Why in the world? Would we want an Obamacare replacement when the government can't really do anything efficiently? And there's a list of things here that they do efficiently. Uh, the DMV. Wait. Uh, post office. Uh, the Veterans Administration. No. The courts. 
Well, oh, they have the IRS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want to put Obamacare on that list. We want Obamacare going. I don't care if you call it Trump Care, Ryan Care, uh, Republican Care, Conservative Care, Conser Care, whatever you call it. Get rid of it. The free market will solve your insurance problem. Okay? Period. So repeal Obamacare. That's what we put you in for. You told us you would. Now do it. It ain't that hard. Also on Friday, today's Saturday, right? So it was yesterday. Man, Friday already seems like a year away. President Trump approved the Trans-Canada Corps Keystone XL Pipeline. Yay! The approval, of course, reverses decision by former President Barack Obama to reject the project. Company still needs some financing. Of course. We still need to, you know, we still got a few permits to get. There's a couple pesky little legal challenges. Don't worry about that. Put that damn pipeline in. TransCanada will finally be allowed to complete this long overdue project with efficiency and with speed, President Trump said in the Oval Office. He had TransCanada Chief Executive Officer Russell Gerling when in the Oval with him and turned and said, when construction going to start? Well, we've got some work to do in Nebraska to get our permits there. <laughs> so instead of, I mean, come on. When are we going to start? Con- as soon as we can, Mr. President. As soon as we can. Let's get the people happy. No, we got some, uh, we got some, man, we got to. I tell you, Don, I know we're in the Oval and we're just talking to the American people here for your little press conference here, but man, we've got some permits in Nebraska we got to take care of. Stop it. So, of course, Trump. Nebraska. I'll call Nebraska. Thank you, Mr. President. We appreciate it. Thank you. So, like, see, exciting news for the Keystone Pipeline. And then we had the Supreme Court hearings for Gorsuch. The vote to either reject or accept him on the Supreme Court should probably take place, I don't know, sometime next year. Heaven forbid we get anything. Oh, we've got it on the schedule for sometime next week if we can squeeze it in. I'm not sure. I know we've been on TV the last three or four days. We wouldn't have time to vote. This is a special special meeting. We're going to put this all out there when we all come together. We'll try to make that happen in another, I don't know, six or seven months. Oh, we're busy. We're busy, 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 busy up here on the Hill. And then we've got the surveillance spy gate. Raise your hand if you care. Yeah, that's what I thought. I really, the intelligence community incidentally collected information about the U.S. citizens involved in the Trump transition. That's what Nunez told the reporters on Wednesday morning. Now you can read more stories about how it was possible conspiracy theory as he was given a call in his Uber and ran away in secret for hours and no one knew where he was. Then he came out and said, yeah, yeah, you know, Trump was uh, being surveilled. Well, we've got that information. I've got a special witness. Okay. Great. Who cares? 
And there were some tremendous pictures of President Trump in a semi in his big trucks. His I heart truck pins. He's blowing the semi horn. I mean, it's one thing for me to laugh and joke and get a call from a guy driving a semi and wanting to blow his horn. You know, and having the kids drive down the interstate and you drive by the semis and you have them lift their hands up and down like, hey, blow your horn, blow your horn. And most of them do. Most of the truckers are pretty cool and they blow the horn for the kids. They look at me like, what the hell are you doing that for? But the kids, they do. But to see Donald Trump pretending he's a truck driver is almost as much fun as watching him pretend he's the president of the United States. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Jeff Fisher Show. Give up. We cannot. I will not give in. Not today, not tomorrow, and never. Okay, we, we got it. Ever. We got it, John. We got it. On this bill, oh there's God, only one down. option. It was already down. They walked away. They shut it down. And oh. that option oh, is to vote no. We can do better, Mr. Speaker. Oh, we Stop must it. do better. Vote no yeah, on this yeah, bill. We got it, John. We got time it. has expired. The yeah. gentleman yes, your time Mass has expired, John. The gentleman. Your time has expired. I don't know why I can't get enough of John Lewis. I just can't. And I know you're going, but we can, Jeff, so stop playing him. Okay. Welcome to the broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network, 888 900 3393 is the phone number if you want to participate. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Instagram at JeffyMRA and Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I don't know if uh, the show that precedes this one, um, what's that guy's name again? Oh, yeah, Opelka. Uh, yeah, did he mention, I mean, he probably wanted to hide the fact that uh, you know his Twitter account got hacked. 
yesterday. I mean, that was some some pretty graphic uh, tweets uh, in his uh, Twitter account being hacked. And so, uh, I seriously, that was seriously graphic, and I feel I feel bad for him because that's those are only things that I would tweet. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Nobody wants that to to happen, especially Mike. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and just for the record, it was everything I had not to click on those links. Everything I had. I came close more than once just to say, I wonder if it's actually the link. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't do it because I know that that would you know, probably mean that then we would hack into my account and I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> So, for a lifetime now, you know I've been 800 pounds pretty much all my life. I was born at 762 pounds. I know, it's a little known fact. So I wasn't 800 pounds at birth, but after that, 800 pounds forever. And I've had to shop. I went through the struggles of shopping in the husky section. The horror of shopping in the Husky section, the horrors of shopping at the the fat and short talls of the big and tall, fat, whatever stores that charge you a million dollars for a pair of pants. That's because there's a million dollars worth of material in the pants, Jeff. That's not the point. So we get a story here that... Uh, People who are uh, severely overweight are going to get charged more for uh, pedicures and manicures, and they're a little they're a little mad. The sign at the uh, Memphis Salon: uh, If you're overweight, pedicures are going to be forty five bucks. Uh, we're charging you more than uh, anybody else. Okay, fat feet get charged more. Now, apparently. Women are upset about that. And specifically, I guess, overweight women are upset about that. Now, the owner says, hey, that's not my sign. I don't know where that sign came from. I I would say, own up to it. Yes, that is my sign. Now, do, do, the, do the overweight women get pissed at the fat lady stores for getting charged more money for a dress? I mean, obviously, we all get, well, man, I can't believe I've got to pay $8,000 for a pair of pants. Maybe if it wasn't a size 80. But, I mean, why shouldn't the pedicurist look down and go, ooh, ooh, those are a little bit nasty. You mess around with those fat feet? No, thank you. I'm charging you more. It's just the fact of life, okay? So those of you that are upset at the nail salon place, uh, I would say that uh, tough. The sign is now down. You can breathe easy. And his current prices at the store are just the same as everybody's. And 
the only thing that's cheaper is the extra pedicure for men uh, because they don't come to the salon as often. So you men out there that want your little pedicure, uh, now's the time because uh, it's cheap. You can get that extra pedicure for just an extra five bucks. But I'm saying if you are, now the owner, (laughs) I just saw this there talking about him taking down the sign, but at the end it says, I've decided to uh, just not service someone that's overweight. (laughs) So he took down the sign, but uh, no, you're overweight. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, we're not going to service you. He said it's difficult for technicians to give them pedicures, and he's had chairs broken twice in the past. <laughs> so why don't you just spend a couple extra bucks on a couple of fat chairs? Okay, America is fat. It's my motto. It's the way we live. Look around. Walk around. Okay, walk around. And take a look. America is overweight. So if you want to get those pedicures, now you got to find the fat people have to find a new place. That's just not right. I'd be more mad at that than getting charged an extra five bucks for. It's twenty dollars, Jeff. An extra twenty dollars because we're fat. We got fat feet. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. Hello. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. This is the Jeff Fisher Radio Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks to you, uh, the most listened to weekly broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, it means a lot. It means a lot to us here at the Blaze Radio Network. Now, I want to read you a little new Pew survey. 35% of the public support the wall. 62% opposed. There's a new Pew Pew survey. Democrats overwhelmingly oppose the wall. 89%. Republicans overwhelmingly support the wall. 74%. Republicans who live closer to the border are less likely to support the wall. Support support among people who live less than 350 miles away from the border is only 63%. Support among people who live at least 350 miles away from the border, 76%. Just an interesting little survey. Got nothing to do with nothing. That's all. In uh, Rockville, Maryland, uh, officials say that 18-year-old Henry Sanchez Milan and 17-year-old Jose Montano 
forced a teenage girl into the boys' bathroom where they brutally raped her. Did you know that Sanchez and Milan and Montano are illegal immigrants who had once been detained by Immigration and Customs Enforcement but were released into the U.S. where they flew to Maryland to attend school as freshmen? Ah, uh, and yes, of course, ICE was aware. Now, Montgomery County Superintendent Dr. Jack Smith, it may be time for Montgomery County Superintendent Dr. Jack Smith to join Congressman John Lewis and they don't have to retire. They should just go away. He has accused outraged parents of xenophobia and racism over their anger to the alleged rape. Well, first of all, it's not, it's, it's not an alleged rape. It's a rape, Doc. We don't believe the 14-year-old girl it must have been consensual. Smith reportedly said that too many have crossed the line with their calls and their emails. Is that right? Dr. Jack Smith, Montgomery County Superintendent. How about you help out the state a little bit? Oh, no, 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 no. Cooperation? I don't believe in that. No. Not only have you refused to provide any information to the state, uh, you've refused to provide information to the State Board of Education after they specifically requested the information. I'll give you that you say, well, I've got to have a specific request. I can't just give up that information. Those are the rules. Oh, okay. So we'll give you a specific, well, man, I wish I, wish I could find that stuff to give to you, but I can't. What did I do? His response to the parents and the public of Montgomery County, of which he is the superintendent, Dr. Jack Smith. While I know this tragic incident has become part of a national political debate, yeah, and uh, it's also uh, now a huge part of this young girl's life who was taken into the bathroom Doors locked by illegals and uh, raped. And I like brutally raped. I, I, I know there's actually a difference, but raped is rape. It's brutal. No, it's not, Jeff. Some are worse. Rape still bad, no matter what. No matter how nice it is. Well, he said thank you. Oh, okay, then it's not a brutal rape. While I know this tragic incident has become part of a national political debate, I want to remind community members that the lives of real students have been forever affected. Thank you. Said in an email, hey, while many have chosen to engage civilly in conversation, Far too many have crossed the line with racist, xenophobic calls and emails. Montgomery County Police is working with other law enforcement to identify those who are making threats toward our students and schools. This behavior will not be tolerated in our community. Hey, listen, we know you're upset, uh, community, about... uh, you know, the brutal rape. Oh, did I just say brutal? Oh, my gosh, it was, didn't I? Hmm. 
uh, the brutal rape of a 14-year-old girl uh, by these two illegal immigrants that everybody knew were um, here illegally in the country. Uh, but we said, hey, bring them to Maryland. They can go to school here. Um, I know they're all wound up about that. Uh, but uh, how dare they get angry? Do not get angry. And instead of trying to calm them down, you just want to investigate them. Screw you. Oh, will I be investigated? Dr. Jack Smith? For my hatred? Now, I'm sure some people did go way over the line when they were upset for the safety of their children and their other family members. I'm sure they did. But instead of trying to say, hey, let's calm down a little bit. Um, I know this is bad, blah, blah, blah. You know the, what I'm saying, Doc. You're going to call them out and have them investigated. But Dr. Jack Smith, you, John Lewis, there's, a, there's quite a few of you now. In fact, maybe we'll just do that list. We'll make a list of people that, you know, they don't necessarily need to retire, but they do need to just go away. We've got the first two on the list right now. Congressman John Lewis, Montgomery County Superintendent, Dr. Jack Smith. You don't have to retire. You just have to go away. Okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, so I was thinking, got me thinking, I was reminded uh, during the uh, bottom of the hour break, uh, as we uh, went into uh, the bottom break, talking about uh, overweight pedicures and people getting pissed. And they were upset at the guy for charging more. Well, now he's not only uh, not going to charge more, he's just not going to service fat people. Uh, he's got a couple of chairs broken. <laughs> he didn't have the fat, the fat guy chair. Very disappointing. And, you know, as a, as a person who may or may not have broken a chair from time to time, some chairs just aren't made right. Okay? They just aren't made right. So it wouldn't matter whether you weighed 100 pounds or 800 pounds. The chair would still break. That's all I'm saying. However, it got me thinking, you know, last week or the week before we were talking about creating a, a, a moo-moo line, the Jeffy moo-moo line. And, uh, you know, I've kind of been in, you know, I've got it in the development stages now. And we're, uh, you know, creating our own, uh, our own look, you know, our own moo-moo look. And, uh, and look, they're not, don't, they're not just for women. So don't think that this is all just a, a female thing. Because yeah. as, as an overweight male, plenty of times you just want to wear a moo-moo. I mean, there's no question. You just want to get home, get out of the fat guy pants, throw on the moo-moo and relax. And just, you know, binge on Netflix. I understand. I got it. Okay. So perhaps... 
we need to just come up with maybe now this was the my Mumu line was without any brick and mortar stores and the brick and mortar stores are going away fast and furious i mean the american retail mall is darn near history i mean while malls are ghost towns as well uh i mean department store change macy's jc penny sears uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, BCBG, they're all closing stores, man. Their more brick and mortar stores are going away. I mean, you go to malls now, man, and it's I oh, wasn't there a I mean, it's ghost town, man. So I'm telling you, they're going to start using the malls for my idea. And when they do, you can say, you heard it here first. Drone racing. Empty malls are going to be for the drone racings. ESPN already inked the deal to broadcast drone racings. You're going to have mall drone races across America. You're welcome. So maybe a brick-and-mortar store for the Moo Moo chain might not be that great of an idea. But. If we do open, maybe we just have one, you know, one, one heart of the Moo Moo operation. The rest is all online, and uh, but we have one store that is the heart of the Moo Moo operation, and in that store we provide um, fat people pedicures, manicures. We have special fat people chairs, and it's you know a flat rate. I said flat, not fat. It's a fat rate. Not time. You know what I'm talking about. So everybody gets charged the same. And uh, maybe if you buy, you know, I don't know, maybe we come up with a deal. You buy five moo-moos, you get a pedicure free. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher. Hey, that's me on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Steve has opted to use that phone number and call the broadcast. Hello, Steve. Hi, Jeffy. Uh, I want to thank you for reading my open letter, at least parts of it this morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, the te- and, yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Happy to do it. It's absolutely 100% correct. Yeah, we voted them in uh, for the last, what, six or eight years. They had one job. Just get rid of it. Nobody That's it. asked for a replacement. <laughs> Thank you. Well, they, and they changed. Yeah. I mean, that I've, I don't know. Actually, it'd be funny to see, uh, go back and see when they actually started, to, when they threw in uh, replace. Because it was uh, uh, repeal and then replace. Yeah, anyway, that was, was somewhere along the, the campaign. Yeah, yes, it was. Year. Yes, it was. It was repeal, 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 and replace. Yeah, uh, one one of the GOP did like a Paul Ryan type, and uh, nobody wanted a replacement. Uh, the free market works perfectly fine. Like I don't have insurance, but my doctor pay fifty bucks a month, unlimited visits for ten bucks. Then all I need is catastrophic. That's the free market already doing it. So I don't know why government needs to be in there controlling our, our health care. They're they're terrible at everything they do. <laughs> I mean, I gave you a list on the letter. Yes, you did. <laughs> and they and everyone on the list. 
um, works about as perfectly as Obamacare has been working. Right. I mean, look at the VA. There's your preview. You want that? No, I don't care how good they claim it to be. Just leave us alone. Get out of our way. And everyone has their good look. Everyone has their stories of uh, of good from uh, the VA and their stories of good from Obamacare. But the overall picture is bad. So, I mean, let's let's move on. Let's move well, on. And, and if they think it's so good, Trump care or Rhino care, whatever you want to call it, mandate that the GOP and the rest of Congress sign up for it, and they have to use it. Yeah, that'll, that would uh, that would help them uh, come up with a bill that would actually help the American people. Yeah, let them eat their own dog food. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, can I give a plug out to that letter? Absolutely. Sure. If you want to see that letter, it's called uh, Re- uh, Repeal, Do Not Replace. It's on USSANews.com, the Tea Party's front page. Oh, I love your show, Jeffy. Thanks. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it. Take care. I just, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I just retweeted uh, the uh, USAA news. So if you go to at uh, Jeffy MRA, you can see the link and uh, also follow them if you so desire. Uh, news, great news. I'm a, do I have time for some good news? I mean, this is uh, this is actually good news, and it's good news for only a, um, for not everyone. Really, is it good news? But it's good news for me. Uh, just a reminder that uh, the NFL. Uh, no one has signed Colin Kaepernick yet. So, uh, man, does that stink, huh? Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. I'm sure you'll think it's something different, Colin, but it, you're not that good. Okay? This show, a group of 23 strangers, scheduled in Scotland wilderness. They were out there for 12 months. They're television reality show contestants. The Scotland wilderness, 12 months, no technology, no modern tools, 23 strangers. Well, they ended their 12 months out in the secluded Scotland wilderness. Uh, yeah, your TV show was canceled about six months ago. <laughs> Even if this stuck in this stupid house for 12 months the show hasn't even been on for six months yeah we just didn't think about what you know sorry you know sorry what are you gonna do this is the jeff fisher show only on the blaze radio network was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Welcome to the broadcast. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride. I told you I was coming. I was just busy looking at a couple of things, and I'm thinking about, uh, you know, opening up my my new Moo Moo line stores. Uh, a couple people have commented that uh, instead of uh, brick and mortar, why don't I just use circus tents? That's funny. Yeah, fat joke. I got it. It's funny. Uh, hey, the circus is shutting down. 
what do they need them for? And of course, my favorite is uh, <laughs> now he's saying it to be on Netflix, but it doesn't need to be on Netflix. I, although, you know, if they want to buy the show, okay. Uh, we can sit down, you know, we can negotiate if you'd like. Uh, Netflix, Moo Moo and Chill, the Moo Moo Collection by Jeffy. I am in love with that. The Moo Moo Collection by Jeffy. Now, you know, I mean, we talked about that now for a couple of weeks. I've got to, that's got to, that's got to actually happen. I want a Moo Moo Collection by Jeffy. Are you wearing Jeffy? Fantastic. Ah. Uh, all right. Enough goofing off. Thanks for listening to the broadcast. 888-900-3393. Yes, I'm wearing Jeffy. Are you? I love the blueprint, Mumu. I'm gonna my I'm having my daughter design an entire Mumu collection uh this weekend. Mumu by Jeffy. I know, you think I'm joking around. I'm not. I'll try to keep the prices fair. And at one point when we do open the brick and mortar or the circus tent line show store. We will offer uh, a fair price for all overweight pedicures and manicures. I promise. Being a, a fellow uh, human being that is uh, overweight, uh, I understand. So, are you for the death penalty? Only people that wear moos. No, 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 no joke. You for the death penalty? You know, I had a conversation. Uh, earlier this week with uh, a person who has an opportunity to go see uh, the process and actually view uh, someone uh, dying from a lethal injection. And it's in Arkansas. And I thought, oh, oh, it really got me thinking about the death penalty again. You know, I mean, do do I think about the death penalty every day? No. I mean, do I sit down and say, I don't know how I feel about the death penalty. I don't. And a lot of times you see crimes that happen, and uh, I firmly, uh, you know, I say, you know, we should we should have town square again. And, I, and I, I'm darn near almost 100% ready for that again. Just hang them in town square. Let them sit out there. We can throw rocks at them. We can walk by. You can spit on them if you want to. We'll leave a note there of their crime. Hang them in town square. And I know that that's not realistic and it's not going to happen. And what a cruel and unusual punishment. Okay. Well, the death penalty always been a great source of debate. You know, everyone is is you know for or against it, and everyone has their reasons for and why and their excuses for. But in Arkansas, there's going to be uh, eight executions over 10 days coming up in April. And I was talking to someone who has an opportunity to go and report on them and actually watch them. I don't know if it was for all eight, but for sure it was at least one, right? Because she was, uh, she wasn't sure. You know, I mean, the original thought is yes. Of course, 
But then, you know, she's struggling with, um, you know, whether she really wants to put that in her head or not. Maybe we can talk to her. I'm trying to get her on the air. Maybe we talk to her a little bit about, uh, you know, once she makes the decision and what she went through to make the decision, whatever it is. And so the Arkansas coalition to abolish the death penalty, uh, of course, condemned the decision. Uh, is they're outraged, of course, and they plan to carry out eight executions within a span of ten days in April. The planned mass execution is grotesque and unprecedented. Well, it's not really a mass execution, is it? No. Uh, Arkansas is one of thirty-one states where the death penalty is legal. Uh, lethal injection is the primary means used by these states, and many of these states. And I, I mean, I, I haven't gone down the list to see, but many states you can still, you get the death penalty. You can still choose the firing squad. Maybe we throw in towns. Maybe we add, you know, town square to the list. You can have lethal injection. You can get the firing squad. You can be hung, or you can. We'll just, uh, you know, we'll rope you up in the center in town square. You choose. Now the process of lethal injection is pretty is is kind of fascinating. You know, there's three different drugs uh, in a particular order. Uh, they give you sodium thipenthal, right? Thipenthal, sodium thipenthal, and then that's like an ana, an anesthetic, and then uh, panacoronium bromide, right? Panacoronium bromide, which paralyzes them, and then last they give you potassium chloride, which gives you the cardiac arrest. Now, one attorney for three of the inmates scheduled to be executed stressed the importance of the anesthetic. Unless the prisoner is unconscious, then the drugs two and three will cause pain. Oh, no. This torturous punishment in violation of the Eighth Amendment that state guarantees against cruel and unusual punishment. Okay, ticks me off, and we'll get to that in just a minute. Lethal injection changed when the sole American manufacturer of sodium thipenthal stopped production. The U.S. government approached European companies. They refused to supply the drug because it's lethal injection purposes. We can't sell it to you. Oh, you're going to use it to, to put a, a criminal to death. So there's a new one called uh, Midazolam. Uh, and that's a new dance as well. <laughs> you doing the Midazolam? Uh, which critics say does not reliably render inmates unconscious. Oh, no. No. Say it isn't so. It puts you to sleep, but it doesn't render you insensate. And to attempt eight executions with this, including four multiple executions, is unheard of and reckless. I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's... Now, the reason we're doing this... uh, is because there's been a shortage of the midazolam as well. <laughs> we have to make that <laughs> make that into a dance. And so now they're uh, wondering if they have enough to resources to carry out the planned lethal injections. Well, I'm sure they have enough. That's why they want to get it done right. I don't know how long it lasts. I don't know what the end date or shelf life is on it. But they want to get it done in Arkansas. So they're going to do eight... Uh, Eight inmates in April. I want to introduce you to a, a few people. 
Just a couple people. Bruce Earl Ward. Ward 60 has been on death row since 1990 for the death of a clerk found strangled in the men's room of the Little Rock convenience store where she worked. Hello, Bruce Earl Ward. I'd like to introduce you to Don Williams Davis. Davis, 54, was convicted of killing Jane Daniel after breaking into her home in 1990 and shooting her with a 44 caliber revolver, but he found there. Huh. Liddell Lee, 51, sentenced to die for the 1993 death of Deborah Reese, a neighbor who was beaten to death in her home with a tire iron that her husband had given her for protection. He's also serving prison terms for the rapes of a Jacksonville woman and a Jacksonville teenager. Huh. Yeah. Listen, he struck Reese 36 times, arrested less than an hour after the slaying, and speeding some $300 he had stolen from her. Isn't that nice? Jack Harold Jones Jr., Jones 52, convicted of killing bookkeeper Mary Phillips and trying to kill her daughter Lacey during a 1995 robbery at an accounting office. Phillips found naked the waist down a cord from a nearby coffee pot tied around her neck. Lacey, uh, the daughter, left for dead, but awoke while police were taking photographs of her. Nice of the police to check. Williams, 46, was convicted of suffocating a young mother of two. Marcel Williams, that is. I'm sorry. Did I, did I forget to introduce Marcel to you? Marcel Williams, 46, convicted of suffocating a young mother of two after raping her. Stacey Erickson typically carpooled to work in North Little Rock with a friend, but the 22-year-old drove her own truck on that day. Jason F. McGee. Co-defendant said McGee, 40, did most of the beating when 15-year-old Johnny Melbourne Jr. was killed August 19, 1996 for ratting out members of a theft ring. Several people beat and tortured the teenager at a house in Harrison, then bound him and drove him to an abandoned farmhouse outside of Omaha in northern Arkansas, later strangled while his hands were tied with an electrical cord. Oh. Now, Kenneth Williams. Kenneth is our last one. Kenneth, come over here. Kenneth Williams serving a life sentence for the 1998 death of University of Arkansas Pine Bluff cheerleader Dominic Hurd. When he escaped by hiding in a container of hog slop that was being ferried from prison kitchen to prison hog farm outside the main gates, after getting out, he killed Cecil Bourne, who lived near the prison, and stole a truck. And then uh, during the chase in uh, southern Missouri, uh, he crashed into a water delivery truck, killing the driver before they finally captured him. He's a good guy. Kenneth, step up here. Now, one of the things that all of these men pretty much have in common is they pled for mercy in court after their convictions. Pled for mercy. These are the eight men in Arkansas who are scheduled to die by lethal injection in Arkansas in April. Now, after hearing that, do you care that my Dazzleam is not only a new dance, but may put you to sleep and doesn't render you insensate? Do you care that it doesn't render the inmates completely unconscious before they die? that they might have just a tad bit of pain because they most definitely didn't care about their victims one iota.
This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. Coming up after this broadcast is Lawrence Jones, then Mike Slater. Tomorrow, I mean, look, let's be clear. There's no need for you to go anywhere else than the Blaze Radio Network, right? Saturdays, you've got who's the what's the guy's name before me? Oh yeah, Michael Pelka, and then you got myself. You're welcome, Lawrence Jones, Mike Slater, and then Sunday you've got David Barton and Wall Builders. You got Little Bill Handel, Jackie Daly, and then Monday through Friday, hello, Doc Thompson, Glenn Beck. What's that? Guys, oh yeah, Pelka, and then uh, Chris Salcedo, Pat and Stu, Opelka again. I mean, is he taking over the network? And then Buck Sexton doing his uh, premier radio network show. I mean, that uh, proof right there. You you don't need to go anywhere else than theblaze dot com slash radio. So, social media crime. It seems to be picking up the pace a little bit. I think we're becoming a little bit comfortable with our social media accounts, and we're finding ways that we can commit crime with it. I mean, we're seeing more and more of uh, uh, crimes being committed on the Facebook Live apps, Uh, rapes, shootings, suicides. I know Twitter has just now launched their, uh, you know, live app. So you'll be able to do some live broadcast from your Twitter app. So up the ante on that uh, for sure. Uh, Earlier this week, uh, they arrested a man suspected of purposely sending him a a GIF that uh, triggered an epileptic seizure. Uh, You know, I guess it was... uh, Also in this story, warnings, rapidly flashing GIFs have been posted as replies to that link. The Department of Justice confirmed in a statement that John Wayne Ravello, 29, of Salisbury, Maryland, arrested on federal charges of cyber-stalking. The Dallas victim, presumably uh, Eichenwald, uh, his identity wasn't released in the statement, uh, written openly about his epilepsy in the past years, so... um, you know, John just sent him a flashing Twitter link in hopes to give him a seizure. Come on, man. I mean, that really is, really is wrong. In other news, Facebook is cutting police departments off from a vast trove of data that's been increasingly used to monitor protesters and activists. Huh. Isn't that special? And actually, I'm all for this. Uh, while you want it to be for our safety, 
you know, it's always for our safety. We always want to be safe. We want to protect. It's all for the children. It's all for our beautiful little kitties. It's all for your family, parents, your wife, your husband. It's all about that. I got it. But how much is that information just given to the authorities? Chosen eh. Network announced that uh, it comes in the wake of concerns over law enforcement's tracking of protesters, social media accounts, and places such as Ferguson and Baltimore. It also comes at a time when Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg says he's expanding the company's mission from merely connecting the world into friend networks to promoting safety and community. Now, the social network's core business is advertising. Facebook, along with Twitter and, uh, of course, Instagram, also provides developers access to users' public feeds. And why do they do that, you say? And how do they do that? Well, let's say you look up uh, Moo Moo's by Jeffy. Are you wearing Jeffy? Well, if I say, I don't know, pay Facebook a little advertising money, and you search on Facebook for Moo Moo's by Jeffy, or you search for Moo Moo, the first thing that pops up, by Jeffy. And so, let's say you search, you're at a red light. And you say, you know, man, these pants are way too tight. And when I get home, I wish I could have had a moo-moo to go in. I mean, how many times have you said that in your life? So you type in moo-moo by Jeffy. And you think, oh, those look great. And light turns green, so you set your phone down to get home. Next time you open your Facebook app, app, the first ad you see is moo-moos by Jeffy. And I get that. Oh, I mean, everything I look up, man, that's the first time. Next time I open up my Facebook app, that's the ad that pops up. Not Moo Moo's by Jeffy, because I don't have those out there yet. But when that is out there, Moo Moo's by Jeffy is going to be the first thing that opens up. So, cybercrime. And I've got another cybercrime that I'm going to tell you about on the other side of this bottom of the hour break that is, I don't know, fascinating, weird, scary, all of the above. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, that's what the announcer just said. <laughs> I mean, I just heard it, and, and oh my gosh, it's true. Wow. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA, Facebook, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, and Instagram, at JeffyMRA. You know, I know for years, many people, uh, including... Uh, including uh, friends of ours, friends of the show, uh, wanted to go to uh, Florida State University and attend the Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography. 
well, I just found a Cine. You can I'll, I'll tweet the link out. Uh, the CineSummit.com. Uh, you can attend the world's largest free online event for cinematographers. Uh, just go to the website and click I want in. And they've gathered the best cinematographers in the industry. Uh, 48 hours. You can join over 58,000 other filmmakers for practical sessions on everything cinematography. It's happening April 4th and 5th. It is being titled the Cinematography Event of the Year. So for those of you that wanted in your life to attend the Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography at Florida State University but didn't have an opportunity to do so, uh, you could uh, log on to CineSummit.com and join the free online event for cinematographers around the world. And, oh, my gosh, look who's on online, uh, ChuckInFlorida.com. Uh, ChuckInFlorida.com. I think you're one of the people I was just talking about. Well, greetings, Jeffy, and uh, where I am still online searching for Moomoo's by Jeffy. Uh, they're coming up. Awesome. Don't worry. Awesome. You'll be getting that. Yes, Don't worry. Because you, I mean, when people ask, is that a Jeffy? You can say yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> are you wearing, are you I wearing Jeffy? I think they'd be quite comfortable. You know, it's You're like wearing a, a house dress around and, uh, you know, I could get work done at the same time. Thank you. <laughs> And right? No, nothing binding. I mean, it's perfect. It beats a kilt. I mean, come on, really? No, because kilts, don't get me started on the design <laughs> of kilts, okay? I'm just telling you that the moo-moos, you don't have any, there's no tight corners. It's just comfy. It's good to go. Right, yeah. And they don't have those embarrassing back ends like the uh, hospital gowns that, you know. Thank you. It's, mach- it's machine washable. Now, we do have some higher end models that you may have to, you know. I don't drive. know if I want to so, dry clean a moo moo though, Jeffy. I why? Mean, come on, that'd be a little embarrassing to show up and say, "Excuse me, can I pick up my laundry now?" And uh, out comes you know four or five assorted colored moo moos that uh, I'd have to explain to somebody. You, you should know? not have to explain anything about your life, especially to the dry cleaner. <laughs> Tell the dry cleaner I'm paying you to dry clean my clothes, not to discuss what my life is. Have you noticed that cashiers seem to do this now wherever you go? Is this a new policy in stores? Yes. I'd like to talk to you about the purchases you're making at the grocery store. What are you making tonight? That looks good. Honestly. Yeah, they, they just try to be nice. So they, oh, that looks good. Yeah, I love those. Oh, those are great. I don't care. Exactly. But, but I, actually, I actually do. I enjoy it, though, because it's a little, you know, they at least have – you know, I, I get myself personally. I like to mess around with people. I don't know if you know that. No. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. And so, at least when they open up the dialogue, that means I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. So you're giving me that opening, and ab- I'm going to take it. Absolutely, because no. most of the time I got to work for that opening. Right. I got to right. work to get the dialogue started so that I can just kind of weasel my way in. But once they've opened it, it the door is wide open, man. I'm Look, in. you walk into a store wearing a muumuu with a bright colored pattern on it, and there, there's your opening right there. They're going to talk to you about it. You're darn right they will. You're darn right they will. And I'll have my business cards too. Muumuu by Jeffy. <laughs> uh, is that a what are you? What is that? It's a muumuu by Jeffy. Get a problem. Wow. I Where know. can I get one? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Available right now. We don't have any brick and mortar or circus tent stores, but we do have an online store. Circus tent. <laughs> um, 
All right, so Chuck, uh, I know that we kind of check in with you uh, weekly to see the weird stories of what's going on in Florida, and uh, I know that there's a number of things uh, weird going on in Florida, and one in particular, and I was hoping that perhaps that was on your list, so tell me what's happening in Florida. Well, I've got uh, a man who has a dispute over his hot dog cooking uh, techniques uh, that had a hostage hold-off for the police. Had a hostage Uh, hold-off? Yeah, apparently he was quite upset that he didn't get to cook the hot dogs the way he wanted to. And was now, he? I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I'm misunderstanding. Is this the hot dog stand or? Uh, no, it was in his own home. Apparently, um, he was arguing with uh, friends or family members that they didn't specify who was in his apartment at the time, but they did say that he held several people at hostage because he wanted to boil the hot dogs. And somebody in the apartment said, we don't have time for that. Just throw them in the microwave instead. And, you know, I, I'm sorry, but it, I, I kind <laughs> of side with the guy here. This is like, have you had a microwave hot dog that's just been cooked wrong and they get the edges burnt? It's no good. I'm telling you. No, it is not. And and really, the only hot dogs that are worthy of microwaving are the cheese dogs so that you, you know just get it done and the cheese is hot and you're good to go. I have found a technique. Wrap, wrap your hot dog in a wet paper towel before you put it in the microwave. Just going to let that one go. Uh, next right story. <laughs> next story. <laughs> Moving on. A man steals from a Florida woman with a disability and spends $9,000 at a strip club. Nice. It's got to be in Tampa. Uh, it is in Tampa. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Not that yeah. I've ever been at strip yeah. clubs in Tampa. Well, it's actually in Holiday, very near Tampa. I mean, that's so come on, that is yeah. that's a, that's Tampa Bay. One hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. This woman has. She has mental disabilities. He invites her he to move in. Mental disabilities. Just because you go to a strip. Go ahead. Oh, he invited her in. Of course. Right. She, yeah, she's got yeah. mental so, disabilities. So come do? on he, in. He holds her hostage in a house without any furniture. Takes all of her money. One hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars, and he only spent nine at the at the strip club. That's so not bad. He must have been on a budget. That's pretty good. No doubt. It's not bad right. at all. You got one hundred and forty grand. I mean, only spending nine at the club. That's good. Yeah, that's just a couple of hours. I mean, you know, you Every, can blow through that very pretty fast. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 yes, Chuck, you <laughs> absolutely can. You can <laughs> blow through that really fast. Go ahead. Moving on. Woman arrested after a toddler was left in a car, and the toddler shoots out the window. Ooh. Oh yeah, bad, in the bad car situation. Seat or? Deltona, Florida. In the car um, seat, or apparently it was uh, the child, the t- three-year-old was in the car seat. Yeah, they, in, the, they, in the back of the vehicle, and was that. able to reach into the pocket of the door where she had her concealed carry permitted weapon. However, the toddler shot the window out of the car. And even a, a nearby deputy who heard the shot didn't recognize it for what it was until he went over to investigate. Uh, the woman was at a daycare center picking up her other son. And, uh, yeah, there it went. There's, there goes your window. So. Nobody was hurt. That's the brilliance of it. The child got a hold of it, pulled the trigger. Uh, she even went inside to report it and called 911, not knowing you know if any, anything else might have been. Uh, damaged or if anybody else was hurt. So she reported herself. Get, so give her kudos someone, for that. Someone with a concealed carry permit was actually a responsible citizen? I huh. can't understand how that, that happens. That doesn't make any sense to me. Right? Gun owners are horrible people. Apparently uh, so. 
So yeah, that that uh, was the, that was the most amazing thing in the story is that uh, she actually waited around and of course uh, she did. Uh, she was charged with um, uh, what was it here? Uh, not reckless abandonment, uh, but unlawful. Uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was it was not as uh, thank goodness no one was hurt and the child was fine, but uh, shock of your lifetime right there. Oh, not in the car seat. That gun goes off. You're like, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll pull this bad boy again. <laughs> See if I can take out more windows. No doubt. Uh, is, is that it, John? No, I got another one. My my probably my favorite story of the week. I knew you would appreciate this one. A Lakeland woman was arrested for stealing a woman's identity to pay for plastic surgery. Nice. Yes. I mean, first of all, a crime is a crime, right? You still you still uh, you steal identities to for any number of reasons: cash, uh, goods, Create services, a, a, accounts. Yeah, she yeah. opened up uh, several credit card accounts and used uh, over ten thousand dollars. To pay for uh, liposuction, breast implants, and a buttocks lift. Did it work? Uh, if you saw the picture, you'd have to say no. It did uh, not. It's a shame. Yes, if you're going to get the work done, I I would say at least get a good warranty. You know. Ah, uh, there's no warranty on that. Plus, uh, I would say that um, for the most part, uh, plastic surgery it doesn't work. A lot uh, of times, it does not. Everyone is and- about three cuts away from clown face. Right, right, and, and that's she didn't my, that's do a belief. whole lot of the clown face stuff. There was a, a little bit of uh, you know around the eyes here or whatever, but uh, I gotta say, uh, if you're looking at uh, the buttocks and the boob job, it just didn't uh, pay off. <laughs> my so, opinion. What am I gonna say? So you, uh, I, I'm looking at another story here that you failed to bring to the table, Chuck. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. What was it? Uh, a man in Florida. Okay. Yep. Uh, decides that he's going to burn a few books from the house. Oh, I passed that one, yeah. I know. I, I had it on my list, and I decided that you'd probably prefer the butt job better. I do. You know? well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. There's no question about that. Had you done, had you done this story, I would have said, what about the lady with the butt job? Right. You know I mean, that. come on. Burning books, really? On the Jeffy show? I know, but you know? He's, it's got like th- hundreds of acres now burned because he started burning his stupid books. Yeah, that was that was amazing. It did set off a wildfire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people have been burned their homes down because this stupid guy wants to burn some of his books. You know, when I seriously, why not? You, I don't understand the. Uh, we're just going to build a a, a a bonfire and burn stuff. I mean, yeah. we used to burn stuff all the time when back in the day, Chuck. <laughs> right. Uh, the early, just between before the turn of the century, when I was a little kid, uh, we used to burn stuff, but we used. I don't know, big metal barrels yeah. in the yard, and that's where we took care of trash. And you well, just, we, and just we walk also out there grew up in the Midwest, in the, if I remember correctly. You're a, a northerner as well, and, and, and bon, uh, these bonfires don't get away as fast as they do in Florida. You could flick a cigarette out the window and start a massive forest fire in Florida when it's the dry season. You sure can, Chuck, and I would never do anything like that. Nothing like that in my oh, life. Lord, no. I mean, I, I seriously, you're absolutely right, and we've we've seen it happen, right? For years, I was thinking, you know, today it's going to be almost seven years since I've actually lived in Florida. Gosh, that long! I know it seems like a, a, it does not seem that long. No, it does not. It does not seem that long. So anyway, ChuckinFlorida.com. Um, thank you. Thank you, Jeffy. Always a pleasure. Don't forget uh, uh, CinemaThing.com for your cinematography school. I know you. I know you really uh, wanted to attend the Burt Reynolds School of Cinematography at. Florida State yeah, University, but nothing, nothing holds a candle to that. I'm just, I, I don't think I'm available that day. 
You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. So, I apologize because I didn't listen to 40 Acres and a Mule or Fool or whatever the heck the, what is, it's 40 Acres and a Fool is the podcast, right? Right, okay. So, I I didn't get an opportunity to listen this past week. So, I was looking forward to actually hearing the promo to get updated on the pig. Now, last week we heard the promo from 40 Acres and a Fool. What is it? 40 Acres and a Fool. Yeah, that's right. And not a mule. And it's a play on the words. I got it. And uh, so we we listened to the promo. I'm, I'm actually, I've turned down, turned the volume up on my headphones so I can hear the promo so I get updated on the pig. And what do I hear is that he wants his animals to be happy and have sunshine before he eats them. You know, okay, great. Good. I'm happy for you. Happy for you. That's a wonderful thing for you. What I want is my animals to not have a safe drive from the freezer, the grocery store, to my home. That's really all I mean. If they had sunshine and enjoyed a good day, you know, pooping in the green grass under the sun, good for them. I drove by a herd of cattle last night, as a matter of fact, and the first two I saw, one was just standing there, Eating away, and the other one was just pooping away out there in the fields. And I thought, do I care if those animals are out there being happy like that before I eat them? Nope. No, I don't. So, do we have do we have the forty acres in a in a in a mule about the pig? Oh, oh, it's saved under pig. You know, it's very, I don't know if you know this or not. This is just between you and me, okay? It's very hard to find good help. That's all I'm saying. I'm whispering like this because she can hear me. I don't want her to hear me. Okay, so just know it's pretty hard to find good help. Okay, so if we found the, uh, you've done such a great job uh, that, so anyway, he didn't update me on the pig. I'm very disappointed. I wanted to know, find out about it. We should call him. Do we have his number, actually? 40 acres and a mule boy? Because I want to find out if the pig gave birth to piglets, if he's got a thousand pigs, if we're, if we're going to if we're gonna be able to come by and have a, a smoke out and have a, have a pig smoke out, or if he's going to send me some bacon strips, or you know maybe we have a little sausage for breakfast. I'd rather have the. I'd rather have. I think. I, let's go with the bacon strips, and then you know we'll. Man, if you've ever had a smoked pig, in a, from a pit, they're so good. Smell that thing cooking all day. Oh, so good. Anyway, we we have to have his number, right? We got to have his number. We'll call him. We'll call him next hour because I want an update on the pig. I want an update on the pig. I want to find out what the heck is going on on the farm. Out there with 40 Attention. acres and a mule. 
All right, you've got my attention. What do you need? Oh, nothing? Okay. I heard attention. So that's all I care about is attention. All right, so this is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. We're going to find out what happened to the pig. I'll tell you that right now. Are we good to go? That's I know. I see. I'm trying to help you out here. Tell me when you want me to go, and we'll, we'll, we'll go. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. We are currently... Uh, looking to try to reach out and talk to uh, our man, uh, Cam Edwards, at uh, 40 Acres and a Mule. Fool. I know what it is. Stop looking at me like that. And uh, I want to talk to him about his thing, you know, the podcast, but I want to talk to him about having the how come he thinks that the animals taste better after the sun's been on their butt all day. On top of which, a week ago, we heard about the pig. The pig. A hugely pregnant pig. Every day, this pig just gets bigger and bigger. Ready for download now. Now or later. Meanwhile, the pig's getting bigger and we're down a couple of chickens. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the other news. Uh, we are down to three hens. And guess what? It's free. Check out 40 acres. Okay. okay. I don't need the promo. So we we had the pregnant pig. We're down chickens. And yet this week we hear this promo. This week we hear this promo. 40 Acres and a Fool with Cam Edwards. I want my food to know what it feels like to be under a sunny blue sky and to feel the, you know, autumn wind on its face. I want my food to have lived. I want my food to be test tube food. No, that's just I want it to be natural, and I want it to have a good life before I eat it. Okay. No, we have to to talk to Cam about this. I, I have to talk to him. Why wasn't I updated on the pig? I mean, this is this is important in my life to be updated on the pig. On top of which, uh, test tube food and having animals have a good life, two different kind of things, right? I mean, nobody, the test tube food is going to, you're going to be forced to eat it anyway, and you already are in some ways uh, throughout, throughout America and the world. Um, but good life, I mean, we have to figure out what constitutes a good life, right? You drive by the chicken farms in Arkansas from Tyson Chickens, and those chickens are in those uh, in their barns, uh, you know, beak to butt, feet to back, and they're being bred for us to consume. We're consuming more chicken than ever. Uh, in fact, the fastest growing fast food chain is a chicken chain. 
Good. So, I mean, we just, is that a good life? I'm guessing not really. Uh, if you were to care about the chicken's life and their actual feelings, uh, I do not. Um, I'm, you're breeding it for me to eat? Good. Good. Yep. Do I want the chicken to be beat up or, you know, I don't know. Do I want the chicken to be happy or be sad that it's inside a cage? You know, if the chicken smiles once before it gets killed, does that mean it's going to taste better? Cam's going to tell me yes. We're going to find out, though. But you know Cam's going to tell me yes. Well, of course. The chicken's free range running around the yard, feeling the sunshine and the weather, and they're happy and they're playing before I break their neck and chop their head off and pluck them and fry them. They taste a lot better than the ones in the Tyson Chicken Farms. Those chickens never see the light of day. They don't even have anything to smile about. They just get fed until they get plumped up enough to kill and put in a package for you to eat them. Okay. I mean, no problem. Anyway, we got to talk to Cam. I want to find out what the pig. Let me hear the pig promo again because I want to find out exactly if there if, what was going on with the pig. Got to remember the pig. On the farm, we still have a hugely pregnant pig every day. Hey, how many? Uh, that's good. I don't know if we've got some more chickens. The pig is busy eating the hens because it's hungry. I want to find out how many little new piglets we've got. Because pigs, man, it's not like a human. Pig, you know, humans drop one, two, maybe three. If they get, I mean, it's a big deal when we have more than three. Pigs, man, they they drop kids by the dozens, man. Those big piglets. We gotta find out how many they, how many Cam got on the uh, on the old forty acres and a mule with Cam Edwards. We have a, did we get his contact number yet? Seriously, come on, Cam. What are you doing? If you know Cam, tell him to call me. All right, eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three. Not don't tell him. Don't tell him to call my cell phone. I don't care what he tells me on the cell phone. This is for on air. I want to educate you as well. We want to know if the we want to know how big the how big this litter is. We want to know if he got new chickens, and we want to know if he honestly believes that the cow tastes better after it's had sun on its butt, or if it's you know just bred to feed me. I mean, that's what I want to know. Okay, don't be mad at me. That's what I want to know. Okay, so I hear this story. Uh, I hear a uh, partial part of this story uh, earlier this week, and I think, oh my God, that's amazing. That's unreal. And then I remember that we had talked about uh, something like this uh, a few weeks back. Uh, so it is still ongoing, and it's something that's uh, you know horrible and. It's a, it's something that if it were to happen to you, you would say, oh my gosh. And you'd be, you know, completely, you know, you'd be freaked out. And then once after I heard it, I thought, well, 
I mean, it almost sounds like it isn't real, right? It almost sounds like it isn't real. So the story goes, and this particular story happened uh, right here in the uh, DFW uh, Metroplex. All right, so uh, the the father says that he was sitting at home uh, watching the news. He had just dropped his daughter off at school at a basketball practice, and uh, he had about an hour to uh, in between the time he had to go pick her up. The phone rang. He didn't recognize the number, but he said that he had uh, done some business earlier in the day, so he was thinking that this was uh, that particular business returning his call. He hears a man on the other end of the phone who says, do exactly as I say, and I will not harm your daughter. Do not call the police. Do not do anything stupid or you will never see her again. Now the unfamiliar voice puts what sounded exactly like my daughter hysterically crying, Dad, they have me. Please help me. He claims what followed next was two hours of hell. Apparently, there's a rash of what police are calling virtual kidnapping. Callers target affluent areas of the country, find enough information online, make their scam plausible. Uh, the kidnapper asked me how much money I had on me. I told him $500, of which I did not have on me, but I thought that that was what I could get out of an ATM. He became extremely irritated and told me, how much cash can you get right now? What is a daughter worth? Anything, everything? Said I could get maybe $1,000, but my ATM limits me, and I don't know what you want me to do. Banks are closed. I cannot get any more money out. What do you want me to do? The voice, calm and commanding, with a faint African but an Americanized command of the language, highly irritated at moments, when I did not give him the answers he wanted, warned me not to try to get help from anyone, otherwise they would kill my daughter. Now, at this point, anyone who has this happening to them is completely freaking out, right? I mean, you're just you you, you want to end this. You don't want you want to get save your daughter. That's what you want to do. She's your daughter. My gosh, I mean, that's that's all there is. Now, he knows in his head that he just dropped his daughter off at school. He didn't watch her go in the door because you don't, I mean, to be, you don't watch your daughter go walk in the school door. You drop her off. Other kids are around. They're walking in. And you know she's, she's walking up to the gym, and you drive away. Uh, when I told him that my phone was going to disconnect when I left the house because I was on Wi-Fi calling, he freaked out on me, told me I could not hang up. And if I did, if I did it was over. How about I put you on, put you this way? Maybe this will get your attention. What I heard next was the same terrified, historical crying little girl. Dad, I don't want to die, please. And the dad claims he's never been so terrified in his life. And he told me they wouldn't hesitate to kill her. The crying child on the other end of the line sounded exactly like my daughter. Now, I will say that... Uh, um, When you, everyone thinks that they know their child's cry, their tears, their screaming, and they do, but in a time like this, uh, you're not, I mean, he already thinks it's his daughter, right? He already thinks it's his daughter telling him, hey, don't, I don't want to die, do what they say. 
The caller told him they were watching me from afar, and I'd, if I did anything stupid, it was over. And then I proceeded to the bank, withdrew 700 He instructed me to go into Tom Thumb, which is a grocery chain store uh, in this neck of the woods, and he would do an exchange. He wanted to be in a public place so nothing would go wrong and there were a lot of people around so no one would be suspicious. When I walked into the store, he pretended that he got spooked and that I was attempting to let someone know something was wrong. Now he wanted me to wire the money to Mexico and I was going to give him a voucher in exchange for my daughter. That was the only way it was going to happen. When I asked to see my daughter, he freaked out again and told me, don't be stupid over $700. Now the dad, my stupid effing Sprint phone does not allow me to use data or text while I'm on the phone. (laughs) So I could not text anyone or see my kids. I I don't know that to be true. I I mean, I have a, I love Sprint and I got to see if that's actually true with my phone. Maybe it's a, a plan that he's on. Uh, it's possible, I guess. Now, my oldest daughter was at home and heard all this going on. She saw the panic in me, called her boyfriend to come and get her. They went immediately, called my wife and the police. The police department was on top of things right away. No one knew exactly where I was. As soon as I wired the money, he asked me to go outside. Then he asked me to read all the information on the wire from Western Union. In the back of my mind, I began to become suspicious. I stopped doing what he was telling me to do inside the store so he could see, really see me. I told him I was sitting at the Starbucks in the store, which I was not. Uh, I asked again, where's my daughter? He then says to me, you're standing in the Walmart, right? And I said, no, I told you I'm in the Tom Thumb. Okay, read me the instructions on the wire again and tell me the city or state you're in. Boom. The dad says it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was being scammed. I was so panic-stricken that I had lost almost all rational thought. R- correct. You're already, you're already there. You're already in the middle. You know What the heck is going on? It's amazing, right? You're freaked out. Now, and he didn't, no one checked, but his daughter was right there at the basketball game. Still at the basketball practice, right? Still there. Still all good. So he just had wired the the money to the scammers. And this is going on. This could happen to you like tomorrow, right then. I mean, you get the phone call and we have your daughter and you're away from your child at the time. I mean, you're panic-stricken right then. And it's, I mean, you'd be scared out of your mind. Now, on the other hand, this would be a good way, let's say if you were having an affair as a husband and you needed a way to come up with an idea that you spent all this cash on your girlfriend. No, really, I was scammed by kidnappers. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. That it is on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me uh, on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Uh, we do, apparently, and we've reached out to uh, Cam, and he's coming in off the tractor uh, here in a couple of minutes, and we're going to talk to him uh, about a couple of things. We've got a couple. We want information is what we want. We want information from the farm. And uh, I want to know about the pigs. I want to know about the chickens, and I want to know about uh, how better cows, how much better cows taste 
that have had sun on their butt before you kill them. There's three. I mean, those three right there are, should take up the entire time. But before we get to Cam and the farm, and uh, you know, let him let him uh, you know bring the tractor in and cool it down a little bit. Uh, a little while ago, uh, we talked to you about uh, witches casting a spell on getting Donald Trump out of the White House. And the new spell month is here tomorrow night at midnight. March 26th at midnight is the new spell night, okay? And there's you've got remember if you want to do this, you've got to have the right stuff and you got to say the right spell. So on Facebook Live today, immediately following this broadcast, if you go to the Blaze Facebook page uh, on Facebook Live, uh, Brad Staggs and I, as part of our Saturday Facebook Live ritual, entertain you. Uh, we are going to uh, we're going to uh, let you know exactly everything you need uh, to cast the spell on. Donald Trump getting out of the White House. We're going to burn the candles. We're going to say the spell. Hear me, O spirits of water, earth, fire, and air. Heavenly hosts, demons of the infernal realms, and spirits of the ancestors. That's where I'm supposed to light a candle with an orange peel. And uh, so then, I mean, we're, we're going to do it all. We're going to get it going for you on the Facebook Live. We're going to cast the spell from the witch's brew. So mote it be. And we will, uh, I am looking forward to it. I am seriously looking forward to it. Because they, they uh, you know, they're mad. They want, they want Trump out. And uh, I don't know why the witches are so wound up. Now I have a witch friend uh, down in Florida. She is uh, she's like the queen of the South East witches, and she's a good witch. And so I've been trying to actually I've been reaching out to her, and apparently she's <laughs> whenever she's out riding the old broomstick, she never takes a cell phone. So uh, you know she might be out in the woods casting spells and good spells, and she's a good witch. And and I really and I. And I mean that. She is a good witch. She does not mess around with any of this. She would be she's probably gonna be mad at me for messing around with the spell to cast out uh the president. This is not a good spell. It's kind of a mean spell, mean spirited uh spell that you want someone out of uh an office. Although I guess if you bad something someone was doing something bad to you and you wanted to cast them out of your life, that would be a good spell, right? So if I can get a hold of uh my queen witch, uh, we're going to talk to her about the witch's brew. But this is still going on now. There's several more uh, several more dates coming up uh, where we're going to uh, have to have our witch's brew and get rid of uh, Donald Trump uh, with the witch's brew. Unless, of course, it actually works. Right? So you've got uh, tomorrow at midnight, then one coming up April 24th and May 23rd. So we're going to have, I'm going to get a hold of my queen witch. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to talk to her. But today... Without any witch's advice, uh, Brad and I are going to produce the witch's brew and say the say the spell on Facebook Live, and perhaps 
those of you that want Donald Trump out, I mean, maybe this spell will work for you. Maybe. So mote it be. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. We still have a hugely pregnant pig. Every day, this pig just gets bigger and bigger. Meanwhile, the pig's getting bigger, and we're down a couple of chickens. I know what it feels like to be under a sunny blue sky and to feel the you know autumn wind on its face. I want my food to have Boy. lived. I want my food to be test tube food. No, that's just I want it to be natural, and I want it to have a good life before I eat it. Okay, what? Food. All right, so... Now you see my frustration. We have the pig promo. We talk about the pig, the pregnant pig. We're down a couple of hands. We don't. And then the next week, this week, we get the promo of wanting our cows to be happy with sun on their butt before we eat them. Okay. Why weren't we updated on the pig? Why weren't we updated on the chicken? So I, I immediately went on a, a mission to find Cam Edwards. We brought him in from the fields. Uh, hopefully the tractor's turned off while he talks to us. Cam, welcome to the broadcast. How are you? Hey, buddy. How are you, man? I am fantastic. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you coming down off the tractor for a little bit for us. Absolutely. Yeah, actually, I'm taking a break from uh, from tilling the garden, so this is fantastic. Uh, Thank you uh, for you, giving me the opportunity to stop working for a few minutes. You're welcome. No problem. I know uh, got, got farming <laughs> Farming is a 24-hour-a-day job. Uh, so, how, first of all, uh, your, your podcast, 40 Acres and a Mule, or a or fool. Well, I know. I, fool. I know what it is. I know. I just can't stop saying <laughs> mule. Um, now, do you have more than forty acres, or is it actually forty? Just forty acres. It's it's actually like thirty nine point seven. So I round up. Yeah. Wow. So we're right at forty acres. Uh, do you round down for your taxes? Or no? I'm just teasing. Uh, the uh, so uh, why didn't, weren't we updated on the pig? Cam, I'm really disappointed. Well, all right, what's going on? How many piglets did we have? How big is the pig? Did we have to get some new chickens? What's going on? All right, so to give you an update on the pig, and, and, and there is an update in the current podcast. There is. We were just so excited because it was our 100th episode of 40 Acres and a Fool that nice. uh, we were kind of excited about that. Well, congratulations. So, congratulations. I, uh, uh, we appreciate you. Congratulations, and we appreciate you being on uh, the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you. Oh, well, we love being on the Blaze Radio Network, uh, so thank you for the opportunity. Um, but um, not that I have to thank you, Jeffy, but, uh, you know. You know what I mean. anyway. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the, the, the pregnant pig is pregnant no more. Uh, All right. I thought we had eight little piglets, but we miscounted. We actually have nine vacancies wow, running around. Wow, nice. Yeah. Born on the coldest night of the year so far. All of them made it. All of them survived. They're healthy. They're happy. They're running around. We've uh, uh, on our Instagram page at Corny Goat Farm and at Cam Edwards. We've got some videos of the pigs. We're trying to put up every day now. Uh, so everybody is doing well as far as the pigs are concerned. I'm sorry. The, at uh, Corny Goat. Goat is your farm. Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. That's at, the at uh, corn and goat farm for Miss E, my better half. Yeah. Okay, at corn and goat farm. So, and, and Mama Pig is okay. Mama Pig is great, uh, and we were, you know, so we've got three female adults. One of them was pregnant, and we kind of wondered, you know, were we going to have to move the the mom and the babies once they were born? Or how are the other pigs going to react? It's it's crazy. I've never seen anything like this. They're so they're all so protective of these little piglets. Uh, they haven't tried to eat them, <laughs> which is good. They haven't tried to squish them, which is good. Sometimes those things happen. Yeah. I mean, that uh, might happen by mistake. Out. Yeah, and these are these apparently are like Hillary Clinton fans because it takes a village to raise these. Right. Piglets, apparently, I, I, I'm sure they really believe weird. that. Yeah. So, uh, so now has Mama cut back on eating, so you don't have to worry about uh, chickens, or are they okay? Or are they? You... Well, the the I think what was getting the chickens was a uh, was a fox, um, and so we did some uh, some some rearranging to our coop. We locked down our chicken yard. We like to let our chickens kind of just roam in the yard and and eat naturally. Um, when we do that, the predators get to eat naturally too. So right, right. there's always this balance of, you know, sure. do you keep your chickens kind of in their yard where they're fenced in and then you've got to give them grains, you've got to give them the food, uh, or do you let them wander around and then you lose your chickens? So, uh, right now we are erring on the side of caution. Our, our chickens have these, we build these, like they're called, we call them chicken tunnels, but they're basically just fencing that we've kind of folded over into like a, uh, a hoop. And we run them through the yard so the chickens can run around, get some grass, and still be protected from the uh, the foxes or the hawks and uh, whatever else wants to eat them. So, so you've the got, so you you're just keeping the prison you're keeping the prisoners. I mean, chickens. Uh, yeah. Just uh, you know, they're able to still be in prison but see the light of day. That's nice of you, Cam. Exactly. Nice they're they're on lockdown, but they're they're not in solitary confinement. They uh, they they get access to the prison yard. Which leads right me now, to: so. Do you think just because so now is that the same as letting them run still run without uh, without being in prison, or is it it's, just almost no, the same? It's almost the same. It's it's not it's not as good as the real thing. Uh, one of the plans we have though this summer is to actually expand out. Our, our chicken yard area and give them probably 500 or 600 square feet to run around. And that would be play. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. That's so, pretty good size. You know, we're always, we're always working. We're always thinking about what we can do to, to add on and make things better for the, make life better for the creatures that we have here. So do you honestly believe, and I, and I, and I, I know your I know what your answer I think is going to be, but I mean, do you <laughs> honestly believe that if my cow smiled one day because the sun was on his butt that that steak is going to taste better than the one that didn't get the sun on his butt i i do i do think it's going to taste better first of all um if you read the news stories about the lab raised meat uh they they the, the people who've eaten it say oh it almost tastes just like chicken right? no, i'm not talking about the lab raised meat like though meat. Okay, you're, really oh, talk, you're just saying a you know the the lab ra- the, 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 the test tube meat and the test tube food is a, is a little bit different than than just uh, you know we're raising like let's use uh, Tyson you know I, I used an example earlier about the Tyson farms when you r- r- drive through Arkansas and you see the tar- mm-hmm. Tyson chicken farms and they've got those chickens you know beak to butt stuffed in there you know side by side beak to butt top to bottom. And, you know, because we're, you know, we're eating more and more chicken than ever here in the U.S. Now, I, I'm personally, I'm okay with that. You know, I, do I want the chickens, you know, killed and beaten and, and, and tortured? No. But, uh, you know, that chicken in that box 
it, I, I don't see where that is going to, you know, I don't know. I just, I guess it, I, I'm having a hard time believing that. And I was raised on chickens running around on a farm. I mean, I've killed them. I've watched them die. I've taken care of them. I've plucked them. I've done everything that you do to chickens. And yeah. I'd much rather prefer go to the grocery store and pick it up. <laughs> uh, Look, there is, uh, there, there's, there's something to be said for the, the ease and convenience, right, of just going and getting the boneless chicken breast straight from the, uh, from the grocery store shelves. But I didn't grow up having that experience. When I grew up in the suburbs, uh, so did my wife. We, we didn't have any type of experience like this. And when we started raising our own chickens and our own pigs and our own goats, um, and you know, look, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't get a hundred percent of my meat from the farm. We still supplement with restaurants, what? the grocery store. I know what I know, I know. but I, we try to get as much as we can from our own space. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you this with the chickens. I don't know that I necessarily taste the difference with our pigs. I definitely taste the difference. The, really? the bacon that we are able to to make here on the farm, uh-huh. it's 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 five hundred times better than any bacon I've had. Wow, wow, that's fascinating. And so, what uh, what all animals do you have that are you growing to uh, that you're growing on your farm? So right now we've got uh, five dairy goats. Um, we've got uh, goats are mean. Like five man. chickens left. Goats What's are that? mean. Goats are mean. Why do you mess with goats? Uh, no, our goats are great. Yeah, right. they're, they're fantastic. They're all girls, though, so that, that helps. We don't have any bucks. That uh, Bucks are, are kind of annoying. Um, but uh, we got five great girls. We've got uh, various breeds of chicken, all, all egg layers right now. We don't have any broilers that we're raising for meat at the moment. Right. Um, and then now we've got uh, 12 hogs of varying size. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> So how many um, how many eggs are you getting from your chickens? Like uh, people want to like here in Texas, there are some places at least where you could have some chickens in your backyard. That's mm-hmm. that's becoming few and far between now with the HOAs, but it used to be you know everywhere. And you know it takes quite a few chickens to create some eggs that uh, you know like we're used to being able to open the fridge and have eighteen eggs sitting there. Yeah, so you're going to average. Uh, I think a little bit less than an egg a day. You know, I, I think like in a, in a span of a given week, maybe our hens will lay five eggs a piece. Right. Um, so we've got, uh, but it's amazing. Like, you know, if you don't eat eggs every day, it's amazing how quickly they add up. Huh. I, okay. That makes sense. Sitting on our counter right now. Uh, and I, I asked Missy this morning, I was like, so we got to do some of this, right? So, you know, we cracked <laughs> open six eggs, had some breakfast, uh, and we're good to go. I like right. to have, I, I, I would rather have too much and give eggs away or, or sell eggs than not have enough. So I, I feel like we're kind of understaffed with our hens right now. We've only got four hens and I like to be around 12. Um, oh, that's so you quite, get, you know, close to a dozen right. eggs a day. Yeah. And that's, you know, look, that's way too much for a family, but, yeah, no kidding. um, you can always feed them back to the chickens. Actually, you can always scramble the eggs and feed them scrambled eggs. Oh, now that's and you're talking about you don't want animals that are tortured. <laughs> and you're feeding them back themselves. We're done. We're done. I'm not, I'm not giving them. I'm not giving them like stir fried. Look, you can, I I don't care what kind of excuses you come up with. That's torture. <laughs> you 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 can if it makes you sleep better at night, telling yourself that it's okay. You go ahead. Hey, Cam, thank you, you very you much. You thought the podcast was like this wholesome thing. Now, <laughs> now you know the darker side. Cam, thank you very much. Man, I appreciate it hey, very you, much. Man. I appreciate it. Go back to Tillin now. Get back to work. I appreciate it. 
All right, we'll talk to you soon. Cam Edwards from 40 Acres and a Fool. Let's go to the blaze.com slash radio, and you can just scroll down and find that lucky little podcast right there and listen to Cam. And I should have asked. I guess that's his wife that we hear on the podcast. I guess they he has, to, he has to work out on a farm. No wonder he's out tilling all the time. It's just to get away from her. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. That it is on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Coming up immediately following this broadcast is Lawrence Jones. He is uh, standing by uh, to give you uh, his take on things. And then uh, Mike Slater and uh, Joe Pags all coming up on the Blaze Radio Network. Tomorrow you've got, uh, well, what have you got tomorrow? I mean, you've got David Barton. Right? Bill Handel, Jackie D. Hello. And then Monday through Friday, Doc Thompson, Glenn Beck, that other guy. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Opelka. And then uh, Chris Salcedo, Pat and Stu. And then they replay, what's his name again, right? The, uh, oh, yeah, Opelka. And then uh, Buck Sexton, his premier radio network show. I mean, that's Monday through Friday. Hello. Why do you even, you know, there's no need for you to go anywhere else. Really, seriously, no need to go anywhere else. I didn't give you an update. I wanted to give you an update, quick update on my, uh, the car debacle. And it's not a debacle. Car, you know, new car issues. Uh, They have not called with the new plates yet. So the deal was, remember, the deal was uh, that uh, when I go pick up the new plates that we're going to uh, discuss the, uh, them taking care of what needs to be taken care of. I will update you. Uh, So far. Uh, the people at uh, the car dealership, Auto Nation, has uh, treated me great. They're, uh, you know, it's just their franchise area, has, and they've been, you know, they've been wonderful. We we've gone through the entire, you know, the whole deal. You know the story uh, from uh, what happened at Auto Nation, and uh, so you know, I want to give them plenty of plenty of love, and we'll see. You know, I'll let you know exactly exactly how it how it comes out. So far. So good. Don't forget, uh, Brad uh, Staggs and I uh, will be doing a Facebook Live, and we're going to be doing the Witch's Brew. And uh, I was looking at uh, the actual spell and what we have to do to go about the spell. Uh, witch work is hard, man. Witching is hard. You got to say the spell. You got to light a candle. You got to have an orange peel. You got to have a nail. You got to do this. You got to. Li- I mean, witching ain't easy, man. <laughs> witching life ain't easy. That's all I'm saying. Which in life ain't easy. So, you know for years, many Europeans have believed in the benefits of napping. You ever think to yourself, man, if only I could get a nap. Well, you can take this uh, from uh, health, spirit, and body. Napping can dramatically increase learning, memory, awareness, and more. So you need to take that power nap in the afternoons to recharge and get back to work. And I know it's scoffed upon here in the United States of America. Well, scoff no longer, you nasty Americans. Napping is where it's at. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm talking to you, America. Take a nap. According to experts, 10 to 20 minutes is quite enough. It refreshes your mind, increases your energy and alertness. Sleep isn't uh, as deep as longer naps as you're able to write back into your day. With that 20, you know, with that 10 to 20 minute nap, you are good. Okay. Now, adults who regularly take advantage of an afternoon nap have better learning ability, improved memory function. <laughs> so catch that quick uh, 10 to 20 minutes. And if you want to take longer, you can, of course. But the 10 to 20 is all you need for just that quick boost of energy, memory, and alertness. Napping. Napping. And is it time for me to take a nap? That's what I'm saying. Let's all go take a nap. Anybody told you what? You're looking good today? I know. You know why? You must be wearing Jeffy. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.